Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And good Saturday morning, and boy, what a nice weather day we've got. We've had a nice stretch of weather. Yeah, it's been a little bit windy. But today is going to be a great day, and we'll get to the Coastal Marine forecast for you. Only problem, uh, not too much tide today, but going to be a great day to be out on the water. Well, we also have some events that are returning on our outdoor calendar, like Gunning for a Cure. We're going to be talking to the organizer, Daryl Sherman, about how you can get involved in that. Uh, The Louisiana Wildfowl Carvers Festival returns to Mandeville at the Castine Center. And the Paddle Palooza is just about a little, well, about a week away. It'll be taking place next week. We'll talk to Brendan Bayard about that. Our city park in New Orleans, Big Bass Rodeo, the oldest freshwater fishing rodeo, is also coming up. So a lot of events popping back on the calendar. Uh, We're also going to hear from uh, uh, Richard Fisher, who is the executive director, Louisiana Charter Boat Association. They came up with a special memorial award that honors Department of Wildlife and Fishery enforcement agents and we'll get him to tell us about the award and this year's recipient Uh, also at the wildlife and fisheries commission meeting where that award was presented a topic that came up was the duck crisis show we did uh, last week and we'll tell you what was said about it by our state waterfowl management agency that being department of wildlife and fisheries also out of that meeting came a, a tough decision about a flounder closed season here in Louisiana. We'll tell you why the state biologists think it's necessary. And if you do, too, after you hear the decision uh, and also the reason why they did it, I'd like you to text me your opinion. Are you for or against? Do you support a closed season for flounder in Louisiana? That is going to be on our text line, which is 504-260-1870. We also want you to make a choice on... I've got a little dilemma this morning, okay? I've got two good bad boys of the outdoors feature. And I want you, the audience, to tell me which one you want to hear about this morning. Two choices, and I'll explain them to you. One is the case of a a social media feral hog bootleggers, a couple of guys, or the case of the drunken alligator nappers. Tell me which one you want to hear. You can do that by casting your text vote to 504-260-1870. And the majority rules, whichever one gets the most votes from our audience, that's what you'll hear this morning. That, text that to us along with your comments, your questions, your personal fishing reports. We'd love to hear from you this morning, as we always do. All right, a coastal marine forecast for you if you are headed out this morning. Going to be a beautiful day. Temperature's not all that cold, even to start off this morning. Going to get a little bit warmer. We're looking for partly cloudy conditions, no rain. Southeast wind offshore, 15 to 20. Three to five, that's a little bumpy, but definitely fishable for some of those big tuna and wahoo that have been hauled in this week. On the interior lakes and bays, southeast winds a little lighter, 10 to 15 with a moderate chop. As I mentioned, uh, not much tide, a little bit less than a half a foot is the average tide range. And in most areas, the tides are going to be dropping 
until noon and turn around and come back again or till 1 o'clock about midday. So your low tides are kind of this morning, and then you'll be fishing pretty much a falling tide till around midday. Then it reverses and comes back in around. So the stage is set. Nice weather. This might be the best weather day of the year we've had for fishing. It's been a great week, especially when you consider we just got out of February and entered into March. All right, 504-260-1870 is our text board. Which of those bad boy stories do you prefer to hear? The social media hog bootleggers? Or the alligator nappers. You'll hear one of them. Let us know which one you like. And we'll be back to talk to Robbie Campo. He's set ready down at Shell Beach for you. Come down there and slip your boat in the water, get you some bait, and get out there and get some fish. We're back with Robbie's report right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, on this show, we go to great lengths. We let nothing stop us to get for you the best, the most informed fishing field reporters there exist in this world. That's why we got a guy like Robbie Campo standing by for you. Robbie, good morning. How you doing down in Shell Beach? Well, Don, we're doing wonderful down here. Uh, I just want to give the tip for the morning here. If anyone is coming down here to fish today, and of course, we do have a little bit of breeze today blowing, but uh, we got a little southeast wind blowing about 8, 10 miles an hour. The gnats have been so bad down here. If you're coming down here, make sure you got your bug spray. Ladies, don't wear short pants. It's not going to be a good idea. Um, the gnats have just been terrible down here the last couple of days. Yesterday wasn't as bad, but oh my God! Past this past week, Don, they were they were just they were just hungry, man. It was it was crazy how many gnats was out here. It was just like a you swatting and swatting and swatting all day. But uh, getting back to the fishing, 
Um, it, it was it was okay this week. Um, didn't catch a whole whole bunch of fish, but you know, uh, yesterday we had a we had that I think it was what they call a neat tide. You had two tides yesterday. Um, you know, but the the guys that got out earlier in the morning did seem to put a few fish in the box, and then tide stopped around that eight nine o'clock uh, area there, and and then the little tide started later in the day, and they did catch a few more fish. But up in the Biloxi Marsh, over you know that Sump Lagoon area, going back towards Lake Eugene, Bob's Lakes, started seeing some trout over in that area. Um, these trout are eating glass minnows; they're spitting up glass minnows. So um, if you got some kind of plastic baits that's that's kind of clear, I, I would suggest using that. Um, you know, uh, the, the the fish that were caught right here around uh, around the marina, up in the ship channel in the Mississippi. The little, the Berkeley Gulp that was about about a two and a half inch um, Berkeley Gulp with the sharp tooth tail, um, the Matrix Shad, the, the Shrimp Creole Matrix Shad, you know, fishing on a quarter ounce jig head underneath a caulk about three to four feet was was pretty good this past week. Um, starting to see a few more redfish showing up. Don, uh, I had some friends of mine who was able to get out to the islands this week. Caught some really really nice trout out there, Bakerloo. Um, uh, this was the day before yes, uh, thir- Thursday. So they caught some really nice fish out there. Um, they were fishing. They were fishing a. They were fishing plastics again, like a um, a, a clear, maybe a goby-looking minnow-looking plug. It's you know, it's kind of weird out there at the time of the year on what they'll hit. You got to throw everything at them to see what's gonna what they're gonna like. Um, you know, these trout are they. You know, not much shrimp. When you don't have shrimp around, they eating whatever they can get, whatever they can find. So, you know, you got to have to try switch it up, try different things. You know, uh, I know a lot of people don't like to do that, but but the glass minnow, anything that looks kind of clear like a glass minnow, is seems to be working pretty good for this time of the year. We don't have any live shrimp yet. Um, we tried, they're gone, man. Just uh, we have to wait for them to come back or show back up. Uh, you know, but. Hey, don't let that stop you. We've got plenty of frozen dead bait here. Hook the left at the bridge. When you're coming down, come on down and see us. We'll get you in the water, and we'll get you going, get you going fishing. Good good advice. Let's get back to those gnats for a second, because there's nothing can ruin your trip, no matter how many fish you catch, if you eat up by gnats. Uh, covering up is the best thing. They make gnat nets, and you you know wear the long sleeves, long pants. They love to get your feet. If you got open sandals, wear some socks underneath them. Uh, Amber Romance is my favorite, but there's other things on the market. Uh, Robbie, those products that that were sent to you down there, that cool. We got a little bit of reprieve from them, so it wasn't that bad. But I tell you what, I promise you, the next time, the very <laughs> next time that I, that they're as bad as they were Friday, uh, Thursday. You could you could bet your bottom dollar. I'm going yank it out. We're gonna we're gonna try it out. We're gonna see how it works. I'm telling you, well, they just, were just terrible. They were well, just terrible. like you were talking look, about the, your fish. You got to try everything you got. You do the same thing with oh, nets. Yeah. Bring all your weapons Absolutely. when you go to war. Don't leave nothing. Oh, no, home. no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And man, I'm telling you, they <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. You know, and I went down to home and I go uh, in Montague to go pick up shrimp. Uh, 
uh, frozen bait down there Thursday. And, and when I stepped out of the truck in Montague, they were just as bad in Montague as they were here. I said, oh, well, no, we're not the only place that has them. So. <laughs> they might have followed you down there. <laughs> they may have. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, they were terrible down there. They were well, terrible Robbie, here, I- man. I have fished every place in coastal Louisiana from the Mississippi line to the Texas line, and you get the award. Shell Beach in Hopedale is the worst for gnats I've ever experienced. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. But, uh, yeah, they were, pretty, they were pretty bad down here this past week. So, but, and, and, you know, I, tell us, I say this because guys can use a handle us. The ladies, you know, I like them wear leggings, wear, you know, wear pants, wear, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah cover up because they've been bad absolutely all right robbie thank you so much my friend have a good weekend we'll talk to you next week all right buddy talk to you next saturday morning bye-bye all right practice up on that turkey call too you know it's coming up soon all right robbie campo and shell beach my favorite is a product made by of all people victoria's secret is where you get it it's called amber romance comes in a spray or a lotion and the secret to any of that stuff, you got to keep applying it, too, because it, it, it wears off, it, you sweat it off, and sometimes I think those gnats lick it off. And if you want to get uh, scared, uh, magnify a picture of a gnat like 1,500 times, and it looks like some kind of alien creature from outer space. All right, we come back after this. I'm uh, going to tell you what went on at the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting, why they think that we need to close the season on flounders in Louisiana. Do you agree with that? You can text me after you hear their justification and let me know what you think. Also, uh, it's pretty close. Uh, we, we've got one uh, advantage on the drunken gator bad boy story, but uh, text me at 504-260-1870. The drunken gator nappers or the social media hog bootleggers. Which one you want to hear this morning? Back right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And it is a great time to be freshwater fishing for those bass and also the white perch very active this time of the year. And this report with Jeff Brule is brought to you by Pure Fishing's new Slammer 4 spinning reel by Penn. Slammer 4 is the ultimate workhorse reel taken to a new level, features improvements to its Dura-Drag system, smoother 8-plus-1 bearings, and a line roller better seal to repel salt water. Check it out, the Slammer 4 by Penn, a product of Pure Fishing. Jeff, good morning. I guess the, the headliner on the Freshwater Report this week has been those crappie sockelet white perch. Uh, you got into them on the Chifuncta River with the old marsh man. Tell us how it went. Oh, we did good. Uh, they're, they're nice trips on the Chifuncta last few times I've been the fish are staging there. They're in the pockets, but they're not, you know, big wave up on the bank. So you're going to have to search for them. You know, one of the ways I've been catching them is just a tight line and a 
one thirty second ounce jig. That's kind of a light head. And I had a crappy nibble and I just use a slow retrieve. It basically kinda of like a almost like a spinner bait type retrieve. But I've been producing thirty to forty trips. Uh, you know, yeah, that's even when I go with Todd. He's learning how to do that tight line and it's kind of a struggle. It takes a while to kinda of get the hang of it. But if you can, um you can watch the video that we did last week on his YouTube channel, Marshman. And it, we got some tips on there for you. You can kind of pick up that tactic and use it in other places if you need to. Sounds good. How about the Atchafalaya Basin? What's happening there? This could sometimes this is a prime area. I got a really great, I mean, a fantastic uh, white perch report from that area. But uh, told me by the time we got the message to me, it was starting to slow down because the river was coming up, and when the river's up, it slows it down. Right. I think this weekend will probably be okay uh the river's below four feet but next week it's going to get above four feet on the morgan city gauge <clears throat> and when it does that that usually pushes the water out in the woods and makes them everything muddy or just tough to find but yeah both reports bass and white perch they call them sockele over there uh are, are good um, i've had some reports with some guys are catching limits you know 50 white perch is a limit in louisiana and they're catching limits in some of the areas you get around pigeon and uh, lower basin some of those pockets could be very very good uh but just the cork and a jig is around lay downs and grass mats and you find them spawning this time of year you can find a big group of white perch over there uh for bass you know they start to come up on the beds it's kind of a late spawn with all the cold weather we had in late january and february but rogue float worms for the shallow fish and you and if the sun's up bright bluebird day you can try punching heavy cover for the big bite over there in the basin yeah, the picture I got had 129 sockeye in it, and the four guys went out there, and it was basically every cast. It was nothing short of phenomenal. All right, how about uh, Chef Pass for the freshwater bass guys and also the Pearl River? A lot of people are concentrating on places like you fished at your functor, Bayou Lacombe, the Pearl, because uh, Tickfaw and, and Tangipahoe, that's kind of struggling because of the fish kill from Hurricane Ida. But those uh, rivers to the east and the marsh areas surrounding the, the, the bottom of them, what's happening? Well, the pearl's high right now. It's at 12 feet, and, you know, hopefully this weekend it'll start to fall. It's supposed to be some rain next week, so hopefully it's not going to keep it up too high this spring. But they have been catching some nice stringers over there. There's some good fish being caught all throughout the marsh. You know, you want to get, get some of the clear water pockets on the pearl. You know, you throw in jigs and spinner baits, even though it's kind of high and muddy. You can kind of get some of those drains when the tide's falling and, and really catch them. Uh, but they're they're there. You just have to kind of move around to find them. But some good sized fish and some a lot of numbers coming from the air. So that's a good choice for this weekend. Well, I just got this in from the uh, Carnarvon Bass Trail. They had their first event a couple weekends ago. Twenty-two teams. The top three teams had over sixteen pounds. The winners had the winning team had a little over seventeen. And their next event is going to be March nineteenth in two weeks. So. Uh, look them up, CarnarvonBassTrail.net. That's not too bad for that area, is it? No, it, um, it used to be a lot bigger, but with all the storms and some of the other things going on down there, they just uh, they're having to run off to catch some of their fish. Uh, but it's good good numbers down there, and good that's a good size stringer for Louisiana, 16, 17, 18 pounds. But not, not like the days old. But you know these storms that are coming through once every few years are really kind of hurting the population they kind of keep the kill some fish kill some bait kill the grass things like that and just slowly it kind of takes the toll on it so i would love to get about a 10-year period where we don't get any of that get some decent weather and 
everything will be back up on top again. Jeff, until those Sokolai start moving up on the bank and getting tied to the bank and you might have to use your tight line setup, explain how you rig that up and how do you fish it for people that have to go out and get them deep. Yeah, I'm using a Berkeley C-Series 7- or 8-foot rod, just a light-action rod, uh, using 4- to 6-pound fluorocarbon, and something something light to help that drag of that little light jig. I'm using a 132nd-ounce tube jig with a you know, crappie nibble on it. But you, you can go a little heavier if you need to. But like I said, the easiest way to explain it is <clears throat> spinnerbait technique. You're kind of making a, a decent cast or a decent flip, and you're just kind of slowly bringing it back to the boat Trying to keep it in a one to two foot depth because those fish will come up and strike it. And, and and like I said, it's basically like you're working a spinner bait for bass. And sometimes you got to get a little deeper, maybe two to three foot, let it fall and get some little deeper water. Um, one tip: if you're hanging up too much, you're probably working it too slow. Um, kind of Todd did that the other day. We kind of figured out that he needed to speed it up and get it up a little higher in the water column. And uh, the good thing is when they hit it, they t- tap it. It's not, like I said, like a spinnerbait bite. Either your line moves to one side if it's big enough and, or if you just feel that little tick on your line. and It's pretty noticeable, so it's a fun way to catch them. It's, it's hard to believe how hard they hit that thing. Very good. Good stuff, Jeff. Uh, maybe if it doesn't rain, when you get back in town, we might be able to go pick up a few next week. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we can dodge the storms. We'll probably be able to get out there and catch a few. So it's getting better every week. All right, I'm anxious to get them. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate your report. And there he goes, Jeff Brule. All right, coming back after this time out, I'm going to tell you about the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting went on this week in Baton Rouge. A couple of big decisions came out of that. We'll tell you about those. Don't forget, get your text in. Now, let's see, we got a slight lead on the the, the drunken gator napper over the hog, uh, social media hog bootleggers. Cast your vote, 504-260-1870. Put that in your phone. That's my text message here for Saturday mornings. We'll be right back after this. At the monthly commission meeting in Baton Rouge of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, uh, several items were discussed on the agenda. One was the waterfowl report from Jason Olzak, who was the waterfowl study leader, reported that January 2022 was the lowest ever for mallards and gray ducks, seventh lowest for pintail, model duck the lowest on record. Surprisingly, though, the highest since 1996 on scarp, uh, ringnecks, uh, canvasback, and other divers did pretty well. Uh, of course, the model duck, that's the resident duck, that can be attributed mainly to our habitat loss and uh, the destruction of the marsh from the hurricane. Uh, their numbers have been dwindling. Well, the bottom line was all the commissioners, after hearing their report, all agreed that there's an alarming trend. They didn't use the word that I use, crisis. Uh, but, you know, they, they, they all agreed that there's a big problem. But I heard no remedies offered. And they were talking about this radio program, the, the duck crisis, and uh, they thought we didn't get the message on, on the problems that were there. Well, I think they need to go back and listen and maybe mostly listen to the solutions that that panel I had on offered and maybe take some steps to turn it around. And just realizing it, becoming aware of it, and doing nothing is not the answer. All right, they also had a flounder discussion, and I'll be back to tell you how that went right after we pause just 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Right, for about the last year, I've been warning you that uh, there probably was going to be some action taken to reduce the, the take and harvest of flounder. Uh, they determined that the problem with flounder population is not overfishing but lack of reproduction. Uh, they figure that the SPR, which is spawning potential ratio, uh, is a safe level at 54.8%. 
Well, we are so low that they figured it is not even practical to try to reach that 54.8%. So I think a goal of 30% SPR would be what they would need to do. In order to get to that 30%, they would need a 50% reduction in harvest. And to reduce 50%, they propose a complete recreational and commercial closure. No taking of any flounder from October the 15th till November the 30th. And this is similar to what some of the other Gulf Coast states are doing. Uh, the biologist stated without any of these changes, there is no chance of flounders recovering. So there would be no change in recreational size limit or creel, but you would not be able to keep any flounder between October 15th and November 30th. What do you think about it? Are you for or against that? Would you be willing to forego keeping flounders between October 15th and November 30th? Text me, 504-260-1870. We're also taking your text messages on choice of the bad boys of the outdoors. We have the drunken gator nappers, and we have the social media hog, feral hog bootleggers, and it's pretty close. It's about neck and neck, so cast your vote at that number, 504-260-1870. Here's some of them that are commenting. One says, uh... It's always more fun when alcohol's involved, the gator napper. I uh, got a suggestion for using, uh, uh, let's see, the um, the dryer sheets for gnats. Uh, most fragrant you can find. Rub it in your hair, neck, face, ears, wherever you can reach, and it won't melt your soft plastics like the bug spray will. Uh, here's one says, uh, morning, this is TRD in Kentwood. I think because there's no shortage in bad boy stories, you could tell both, but if not, he wants to hear the hog story. Uh, here's one that says, drunks are always fun. Uh, another asking about, are there any trout in Lafitte? We'll talk to Daryl Carpenter, and he wants to know if it pays to launch in Lafitte. I uh, did not get any trout reports from Lafitte this week, but I did get some impressive uh, trout reports from other areas. Uh, here's one that says, very good morning. Both bad boy cases sound juicy and salacious. I'm going with the alligator nappers. Sounds more adventurous and stupid. Yeah, it is. Uh, here's one says, myself and Jake, both listen to Joy's show every Saturday. We vote for the alligator napper bad boy. And I'm hearing from Delacroix Red. He's headed to Delacroix this morning. Got the wife and the dog in tow. Going to enjoy this beautiful day on the water. Go get him, Red. It's been a while since I heard from him. All right, uh, let's see. Here it says, uh, wildlife and fisheries needs to find exactly the cause. Then and only then will they have the cure for that waterfowl crisis. Backstrap Stacker checking in from Mobile. He's headed out to find some reds in the Delta. He wants to hear the story about the feral hog bootleggers. All right, cast your vote and give us your report. Also want to hear what you think about the flounder closure. Is it warranted? Are you willing to do it? 504-260-1870 is the text line. And we'll be back to talk to Delta Marina's Mitch Jurisic. Get a fishing report. Also got a special little event Going down there at Our Lady of Medjugorje Church, a chapel right there in the Empire area. Back with Mitch right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, if you're going to be fishing around the Empire area, this guy can give you some good information because he's got a host of guides that operate out of his marina. The Delta Marina got a store, sell bait, launch boats, got lodging, and a wonderful restaurant up on, on the Ponderosa upstairs. That's Mitch Juricic. He joins us now. Hey, Mitch, looks like we got a pretty nice day for people to get out and fish. What's going on down there? Finally, Mother Nature's going to cooperate <laughs> with us and give us some really nice weather on the weekends. I think she forgot that it's uh, Saturday and the wind's not blowing. <laughs> but uh, but 
really good catches of speckle trout have started to come in this week, Don. I mean, it's just been phenomenal. Uh, the guides are getting out there. Some of them are practicing if they don't have trips because they heard about the bite. Uh, we've had some really good action. Uh, everything we've, you know, people launched yesterday and came in with uh, speckled trout, redfish, sheephead, and a few flounder that we just talked about. Uh, so it looks like, you know, everything's starting to turn on. Of course, the hardheads have moved in too. Uh, I just found that out. My bait boat came in yesterday and he was throwing hardheads out the tank like crazy. I said, well, when the hardhead catfish move in, I guess everything's fixing to turn on. So, uh, you know, it's really, really good both east and west side of the river. Yesterday we had some catches of some speckled trout redfish, you know, sheephead. It really, really, really turning on. It's looking good. The weather's cooperating. I think the fish have been waiting for this, and so have the fishermen. I believe you're right. Those speckled trout, now, I saw some pictures of speckled trout that were caught in the Lake Pontchartrain area. And now these are not the five-pounders that, you know, you catch in late May and early summer. But I'm talking some nice fish, you know, 18 inches, 17 inches. Are the trout there been a little on the unusually bigger side this last week? Yes, they have. In fact, I was fixing to say that. Uh, yesterday, a boat came in with an average size fish between 16 and 18 inches, just as you just said. It's beautiful. Uh, and, you know, they, they were, you know, they didn't have their limits. Now, don't get me wrong. A couple right, boats right. had their limits a couple days ago, but the tide's on the swap over right now. So fishing, you know, it turned off just a little, but still, you know, a boat going out with two or three guys in it is coming in with. 35, you know, 40 speckled trout, which is really good. It's a sign of things to come. You know, we got our, you know, about mid-March, you know, we're going to see this thing really turn on. Uh, the weather cooperates. We're going we're gonna to really see some great action. I think these speckled trout are ready, and, and our fishermen are ready. We're getting uh, a lot of calls. Our cabins are booking up fast. In fact, March is really, really, you know, uh, we're getting an onslaught of bookings and, everything so it's really looking good i I think you know we're going to be in our third year this year and as we reopened and it's really i think this is going to be the blowout year vampire we really coming around we have a lot of great events coming up uh one especially today that's going to be real dear to all our hearts i think we're going to be looking at the biggest reunion plaquemines parish has seen in decades with with the saint Anne church celebration 100th anniversary today uh, we get we're going to see an onslaught of people come from all over, near and afar, that have left our community coming back today and tonight to spend, you know, to celebrate this reunion, this this anniversary. It's going to be a grand reunion of sorts, and I think it's going to bring a lot of people back home that have been gone a long time that are going to say, "Hey, we need to come spend a little more time around here. Look what's look what's happening," you know. That's a beautiful little chapel, and it's uh, within walking distance of the marina. It's right next door, basically, and people need to stop there. It's kind of a historic place to stop and and, and just take in the, the, the beautiful sights there. Well, Mitch, uh, you got Paddle Palooza coming next week. You ready? Yes, we are. In fact, the tents that we put up yesterday and the tables and chairs are going to stay all week waiting on Paddle Palooza because we're very excited that they're coming and uh can't wait for them guys. They're really a fun group of guys to hang out with. And, and, you know, we're just, we're just extremely excited to have them coming our way, you know, and we, we, we're ready for them and we're going to have a grand time, believe me. And with the fishing turning on, let's hope mother nature cooperates. So these guys can, 
come in with all kind of fishtails because they they make them up anyway. You know how that goes. Got to kayak, so they got a they got a knack to yak. You know. <laughs> Mitch, one last question. You got live bait this morning. Yes, sir. We got a very good supply of live bait. We have three live bait boats fishing for the marina right now, and and we've been able to keep a very good stock of bait. The bait's actually beautiful, perfect size, very lively now with the colder weather kind of staying away. Uh, you know, they, they're really lively. In fact, when we go to dip them out, they're jumping like crazy. They're ready to go. They're they, they ready, they ready for some action. All people have to do is come get them and throw them on a the hook, and I think they'll work their magic for them. <laughs> Sounds good. Mitch, you've been open three years. You've been, you survived pandemics. You survived hurricanes. Look like some really good days ahead. You'd be congratulated on your persistence and your great job you did on offering what really serves the public, uh, offering all the, the amenities you've got there as far as the lodging and the launch and the bait store and the little shop and, and the restaurant and everything else. So congratulations, and uh, hope you all have a wonderful day there at St. Anne's and a wonderful weekend getting those folks to come back on the reunion. That should be nice. Yes, Don. And, you know, I, I got to give credit to my, my great staff. I mean, they've hung in there with us, and, you know, we've been through all of this, and, and we're ready. They're, they're excited. You know, they're really excited about the times ahead because, you know, we, we've all built this together. We kind of work as a family there, and, and we want to treat everybody with that atmosphere, you know, that we're a family working atmosphere. My staff has really pulled ahead and, and really done a great job and hanging in there with me and, and we're making this work, and it's really going to be fun. And the restaurant, you know, is starting to really pick up. We, we've had, you know, this week already is, is, you know, a standout week for us. I think people are finally starting to get back out and about. And, you know, Mardi Gras is over and everything's behind us. It's time to go fishing. And of course, don't forget them turkeys are fixing to start gobbling too. So that's been on yeah, my I mind pulled out, every morning. I pulled out all the stuff the other day. I got the decoys going through the calls, getting everything ready. That's a great time of the year. Mitch, thanks for the report, my friend. Y'all have a great weekend on this beautiful weekend, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Don. You have a good one. All righty, Mitch Jurisich, Delta Marina. Up next, Captain Darrell Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. He gives us a report on the Grand Island surrounding areas. That's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Right after the hour, we're going to be uh, chatting with Richard Fisher of the Louisiana Charter Boat Association about a very special award they presented at this week's Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting. And we'll also have more fishing reports. But right now, we talk to Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. Get that update on the Grand Island surrounding areas. Daryl, how you doing this morning? Oh, Don, look, I'm, I'm like a mule eating briars with a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We, uh, you know, we, we picked this week to shoot far, and we reopened this week, <clears throat> and we couldn't have picked a better week to do it. I mean, the weather cooperated. The the seas were great. Wind was great the whole nine yards. We we waited, you know, and we thought about, we debated on going up there toward Mitch because, you know, they've got a little more marsh up there. And uh, we decided, you know what, the weather's given us the opportunity. Let's just go hit everything in open water and see what's there. And we did. We stayed in the open waters. We hit platforms. We And everything we fished was structured. But I can tell you, without exaggerating, we did not catch a trout under 16 inches over the last two days. Uh, we had several pushing 20 and a little bit. In fact, they had, they had a competition going, and I think a 21-inch won it. Um, wow. Plastic on the bottom. We didn't have any live bait. We we brought some live bait with us and actually used it a little bit. 
and no bites on it. But you put that plastic on the bottom, and you got to bring plenty if you're going to be fishing these structures because there's a lot of stuff in the water since since the hurricane. But it was you could tell there was still a little bit of a winter time or fall bite going on because there was no thump thump on these baits. Um, we were catching really good fish, and, and when the tide was right, we would catch them quite frequently. But it was just your bait got heavy. When your bait got heavy, you had a good trout on. Um, did it real good during the week. Yesterday, we lost that tide as we have a, a deep tide again today. Uh, yesterday was a little bit of a struggle. I mean, you had to you had to hit places that were that would concentrate the tide. Uh, the Fushan Rock Jetties was a good one. Um, some points along that beach were good were good places to hit. You had a little sharp window to bite because we had a little sharp window where the tide moved. Not today. And then this is another thing, too. I hear a lot of people talking about the tide charts at deep. A lot of people don't consider the, the fact that the, what the weather plays into these tides. If you look at the Grand Isle tide chart for today, you've got a really good tide movement going on right now. But it didn't happen because it, it's happening because of the wind that's blowing. Um, I heard Mitch talking about there was no wind. Well, there must be something in between he and I because the wind, you're not fishing that open water that we did the last couple of days because the wind's humping down here right now. But that wind moves water, and it, it, it shows in the tide gauge. So I think if you if you come in this weekend with the weather forecast that I'm seeing or the wind forecast we have down here, I think you're going to have to run up toward that marsh. But I wouldn't worry about the deep tide because – the wind's blowing enough of that water that you're going to have stuff on points. Um, some of the boats that went up in the marsh caught plenty of trout. They had to pick through the little ones. They had to pick through the, you know, they used the ruler a lot. But there are trout scattered everywhere right now. They're they're on the move. They're, the summertime's coming. Thank God, other than Mitch, we didn't catch any hardheads. So, um, but... They'll be ganging up here in the next few weeks if this weather stays like this and we, we stay away from a few strong cold fronts. But right now, they're everywhere. It's just your bigger ones are out in the bigger open water. Well, Darrell, I don't want you to feel left out. I'm confident that the, the hardheads are coming. You will experience some <laughs> sooner or later. Don't feel like you're a lone ranger out there. They'll, they'll be along. That's collateral damage oh, when you're catching good fish. <laughs> Darrell, glad to hear you back day. open. We're doing everything we can to get get our little bait boat back in operation. It's going to take a little work for it, but trust me, I know the feeling. I know when they'll show up, they'll be all in those decks. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, uh, okay, I got you on my my page, uh, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, RealScreamers.com. Give them the telephone number. You're back in business, and they need to make it ring and book them a summertime trip. Yes, sir, 225-937-6288. All right, my friend, have a good weekend. You too, Don. Bye-bye. All right. When we come back after this top-of-the-hour break, uh, Richard Fisher joins us talking about an award presentation he made at the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting in honor of uh, a memorial honor of a person a lot of you know or knew. We'll be back with that and more fishing report stuff you and I love to talk about on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 